Welcome to The Journey Express, where we talk about faith, friendship, and the more of God. I'm Mel Boyd, and with me is my friend and co-host, Jen Houston. Hey, Mel. Hey, everybody. So today is part two of a conversation that we're having with your hubs, Jen, Chris Houston, about being known by God and others. So Chris will share more about shepherding and the power of vulnerability. So buckle up and join us for part two of our conversation of being known. Another part of shepherding that I just kind of stood out just listening uh, to you is at night, shepherds will actually create a barrier around the sheep of protection. Now, the sheep may be completely unaware of what he's doing, Mm -hmm. but yet they know that they are protected from the wolves that are surrounding them in the night. So just like that, the Lord does things in the unseen of protection. And sometimes we just have to rest Mm. in the middle of the night, maybe not knowing what he's doing, maybe not hearing what he's saying, Mm -hmm. but believing that in the morning when that dawn comes, and it's going to come, that that protection will still be seen in the days ahead and be able to thrive in whatever it is that we do that day. Um, Just a a story. Uh, This is more, this is personal for me and me being known by God and feeling known and also um, my son, Liam. So he's, he's our firstborn. Um, He was premature. So he came early. He decided to Hey, I want to come early. And um, when he was born, you know, as a new mom, you're like, I have no idea what's going on. No one just sits there and explains everything. And if they do, you don't even have a full grasp of what it means. (laughs) That's true. And so they laid him on my chest for about 30 seconds, and then he was gone. And then later on, they said, you know, he was was in the NICU, and his lungs were underdeveloped, and Hmm. so he needed to stay there. Well— The next morning after he was born, I just remember being alone in my room and just crying out to God. Like, I felt alone. I felt, you know, sad. I was like, what's going on here, Lord? And I just felt in that moment him speaking to me and saying that Liam is learning how to fight. He's learning how to fight now. And this will be significant for his life. And and there will be times when he'll— this will help him mm-hmm. in those times when he needs to fight mm-hmm. and struggle through. Mm-hmm. Like, basically, he's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I'm with him. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, it was just a relief to hear him. But in that moment of even that pain of a mother's heart mm-hmm. and of what's going on, like, he spoke to me. Yeah. And and I felt so known. I mm-hmm. felt like Liam was known. I felt like we were known. And yeah. so I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's so powerful. And I hadn't thought about this until you shared that now. But do you remember I had a dream while you were still pregnant with him that you were going to give birth to him four weeks early, but everything was going to be okay? I don't know if you remember that, but I remember sharing that. Um, And then while I saw you, my friend, just like your son ripped away from you and— uh, just standing with you, kind of what you would say in the spirit, praying for you through that season. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's kind of what Chris was saying about like bringing a fence of protection in the night that you don't even know is there. Yeah. I used that dream for my, as I prayed for you in that time and for Liam with faith, like, 
well, okay, God, you showed me that he was going to be born early, so I'm going to stand in the gap. I'm going to stand with strength and faith for Mel right now in this moment. And I don't know if I've ever shared that with you. I don't think you have. Wow. Yeah, so I guess, I mean, what a beautiful thing. Again, just being vulnerable, walking together in life and letting God minister to and through each other. Yeah. Isn't it just like God? He could be spending all of his time doing other things, the big things of life, like making the sunrise or something like that. (laughs) (laughs) But he takes moments. He hears prayers. He sees tears. And then instead of doing it always on his own, he'll invite others in to be able to be the voice of the Lord in that moment. Mm Again, demonstrating that we are known by a Father who is seeing things beyond what we realize, who is hearing things much more clearly than we think, and is actively doing something about it, although we may not have heard it quite yet. Mm -hmm. So keep on listening. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, This... This really reminds me, as we were kind of moving through this conversation, I'd shared this story with Mel recently, but I remember being on an airplane years ago, and I just remember feeling like I just wanted to feel the love of the Lord for the the kids sitting next to me. And um, he had a hoodie on, and he had his earbuds in, and just did not look welcoming at all. He slept the entire flight from Charlotte to California, and I was just like— I don't know. I don't know anything about you, and I don't think I want to know. But anyways, the Lord just softened my heart, and I was like, God, do you have something for him? Just open my heart up um, and let me feel your love for him. And all of a sudden, I started getting these visions. Um, My eyes were open, and I just had this picture in my mind of like a wrench, and then it would disappear, and then another tool. And somehow I just knew it was like, uh, it was showing me his vocation. These tools were were representative of what he did. And so I just took my phone out and wrote down uh, these tools and mechanic and a couple other things that I wrote down. And as the plane was beginning to descend, I started getting really nervous. Like, what am I going to do with this information? Like, oh my gosh, I've got to steward this. And, and I guess I need to tell him. So I didn't want it to be awkward and long, so I waited till like the very last minute, like, hey, I was praying for you. And he was like, you were praying for me? I was like, yeah, I just wanted to share some things that I felt like God showed me for you, and do you mind if I do that? And he was like, sure. And as I got my phone out and showed him these things, and I was like, I, I believe you're a mechanic, and the God, and God wants to share this with you and hope, and just I showed him the list of things. And he was like, I am a mechanic. I work on Black Hawks, and I'm going home to say bye to my family, which I think is going to be for the last time because I'm being um, stationed in Afghanistan. And this was years ago. And he was like, this is unbelievable. I can't believe it. And I was like, you are known by God, and God loves you enough to share something with me, to deliver that to you, to make you feel known. And I tell you what, his whole disposition, everything about him changed. It was like he came alive. His disposition was just like, this is amazing. I feel your love. I feel the love of God. So much so 
that after we deplaned, he came and found me in the airport and he he got his phone out of his luggage and he wanted to show me the Black Hawk that he was assigned to to be a mechanic on. And it wow. was just like, and I believe his name was Chris. So <laughs> God bless him and his family. Um, I just believe God had good things for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the power of being known and the power of allowing ourselves to be a funnel for God's love of being known to each other it's a force. It's yeah. a powerful force. Yeah. Jen, that was so powerful and inspiring. Thank you for sharing mm-hmm. that. Um, one other topic that I want to cover today while we're here being vulnerable with these things and being known by each other and letting our listeners get to know us and some of the things that we've experienced in life. Chris, would you talk on the power of vulnerability and really how this is, how you've come to understand that this is essential in life and in walking in relationships and with the Lord? Yeah, so vulnerability is like a cuss word uh, to many people uh, because it is offensive. Uh, There's something in us that rises up and says, no, you can't do that. And yet, in God's economy, vulnerability is lifted up like the highest prize. Being able to declare who we are, being open about these things, is what He is beckoning us Mm -hmm. to do. You know, we live in a society that is very plastic. I've got to look like somebody else. I've got to talk like somebody else. I've got to act like somebody else. I can't share my feelings because what if somebody's going to judge me for that? And so we began to create something that we are not, believing that it's going to be a powerful tool used for our own development. However, it's something that actually stifles us. And so what the Lord invites us in God's economy is to be authentic because Through authenticity, there is a highway of healing. And when you're in a situation or around a person where they're being authentic, I don't know about you guys as the listeners, but I am drawn to listen to what they have to say. Their level of influence in my life is increased because I'm attracted towards that. And I want to hear what has the Lord done in their lives because I can connect with them in this moment because of their genuineness. Mm. Something that keeps us from being vulnerable is really the fear of man. What will people think of me if I'm actually sharing some of the challenges that I'm going through? And that's something that the, the Lord continually wants us to get rid of so that we can understand that through authenticity, we can bridge relationships in such a way that produces healing, not only for couples, but also for communities. Mm -hmm. And that's that great opportunity that we have. Many things we can't control in our society right now, but we can be authentic in the spheres of influence that the Lord has given us In doing so, we're going to see something that Habakkuk 1.5 declares. Look at the nations and watch and be utterly amazed, for I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe, even if you were told. And I believe that's something that the Lord is going to do through authenticity. So 
As you all are listening to this, take these nuggets and choose to apply them in your life and begin to see the good shepherd doing significant work in and through you. Mm, That's so good, Chris. One thing that I want to do to take advantage of having you here on our podcast and knowing that our listeners know we're married and we are in relationship and we know each other, just to share a story about how we we have taken the things, the tools that were given to us, and we have asked God for even more. And we want to go even beyond what we ta- were taught as we grew up um, and thank the Lord that we both grew up in Christian homes. And we are, I know, both so grateful for that. But we also want more. We want the more in our marriage. We want the more um, in our relationship. And I think one of the things that I just wanted to share is recently we went out on a date night and um, I had brought this printout sheet. And one of the questions was, and we were going to kind of both answer them, was, when do you feel most loved by me? And it was amazing to be able to have that conversation because that, to me, is is really vulnerable. And and I'd like to think that that's a normal thing in a lot of relationships, but it probably isn't. And so if we can do it, anybody can do it. And I just want to encourage people, listeners, to, to have those conversations, not even in marriage, but in friendships. Like, practice making yourself known and vulnerable and get ready for life to come forth. Yeah, that's so good. And by the way, can we stick that sheet on the show notes? Because I'm like, <laughs> that would be great to print off for yeah, our next date night. I probably found it on Pinterest. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love it. Um, I remember years ago, people telling me, you know, that were close to me, like college and just growing up at different times in life. And they would say, Mel, you're so good at listening. But you don't share a lot about yourself. Hmm. And I heard that enough times. I was like, okay, like what's going on here? And I think in searching out, I think for me, I was, it was fear of man. It was a fear of rejection. Yeah, I was afraid to really share really what's going on because I'm a very emotional person. Hmm. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> There's a lot going on in there. <laughs> and um, I don't know. I was just afraid that I would be rejected by that. So it took me a while to, and and also what helped me is friendships like yours and others who would ask me questions and mm-hmm. draw things out and, you know, um, be patient with mm-hmm. me as I process and get those out. And really, it's not your, I think the last podcast we talked about this, like we, you know, sometimes we have a lot, a big sphere of people in our lives but we only have to have a core, mm-hmm. you know, that we can be really vulnerable with yeah. and really share. Chris, I don't know. I feel like, do you have something to share on that? Yeah, I mean, something that I was thinking as you were talking is that we do have to be careful with who we speak with. So this isn't just going and just telling your story to everybody that you see, <laughs> random people on the street, those type of things. But it is being able to to make sure that it is a part of your life. Mm. And uh, to be able to have one person in your life that you can do it with is a gift. Yeah. And uh, what I've found is that when when one person is, is willing to be courageous and be authentic with another, it opens up the lion in the other person mm-hmm. to have courage mm. to also do that. 
And I would say that vulnerability as a believer, we can start with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes we can be vulnerable with everybody else, but not Him. Mm-hmm. That's good. If we can start with Him and begin to get the healing that we need, we're going to be ever the more effective to be able to be authentic in relationships with other people. Yeah, that reminds me of what Terry Fur had shared with us um, on an earlier podcast about it's so easy to pick up the phone or text or, you know, can't wait to download this and process this with Mel. I got to call her and share this news when really Jesus is like, I'm standing here waiting for you to come and share this with me. And so Terry Fur would say they have a phrase that they use in their office is, hold on, I'm going to go buy my oil. And really what she means by that is I'm going to go get with Jesus. I'm going to pour out my heart to him first Mm -hmm. before this because this is temporal and I need the eternal before the temporal. Um, So I'm really glad that you pointed that out. That's really, really important. Yeah. Well, as we wrap up our conversation, I just, I hope everybody feels like permission granted, (laughs) my favorite phrase, permission granted to make yourselves known before God who loves you, even in your darkness, He loves you, and to be wise in sharing your vulnerabilities with with each other um, and to not be afraid. So Mel, Chris, are there any closing thoughts that you guys have that you want to share? I would just say that anybody who feels that darkness is surrounding them today, a new dawn has occurred. Mm -hmm. And begin to look for the shining light that's coming, and it's going to expand. And the more that expands, the darkness is going to be continued to be driven back, and you're going to see the light that has always been there. And it's going to be a significant opportunity to be the light in the sphere of influence that you have been blessed to be able to be in. Mm, That's good. That's a good word, Chris. Okay, this is just a scripture that um, came to mind, and it's Ephesians 4.20. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for His miraculous power constantly energizes you. That's great. That's so powerful and so true, and that's a promise. And I'm just so grateful that we've been able to have this conversation today, and it it gives me courage to continue on in the journey of being known, really, like Chris said, before God and before others. So, Chris, thank you so much for being on the Journey Express today. I just really appreciate you taking the time and your schedule um, to join us and to share these truths with our listeners. Thank you so much for having me. It has been an absolute gift. Well, Mel, until next time, I guess we'll put all of the things that we've referenced, the scriptures in our show notes. And to our listeners, thank you so much for joining us today on the Journey Express. 